0: This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reineck. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. So could this be it? Could this be the turn away from growth to value? So here we are in the fall of 2019, and suddenly everyone's talking about value stocks, For the last week they've been very hot, especially the cyclical value stocks that would uh, normally come at like a different time in the cycle, but it looks like we're seeing this mini rally in the value and is this going to hold? Is this a change in the sentiment? Usually, growth stocks, you know, they shoot to the moon in secular bull markets like we've been seeing. And then everybody gets so bullish on them, they get really overvalued and a lot of times get into bubble territory and then they blow up. And then we get a reversal into the value type of stocks. And we saw this whole scenario play out in the late 1990s. And while some valuations have become stretched recently, um, you know, some people, especially maybe in the software stocks, there may be stretched in some of the restaurant names now. Um, There's a couple other areas. I mean, think of Shake Shack, my favorite stock to bash these days because it's trading at like 155 times and there's no real justification for that really, Um, but... Still, most of the growth stocks aren't really in any kind of bubble territory, and you don't have you know um, huge amounts of investors jumping in and chasing those returns. So you're not seeing a ton of speculation in some of these names. Uh, so that's what's interesting with this sudden change in sentiment, and it's selling those that they've had big gains in, in the growth stocks, and going Back into value. So usually value stocks come into favor after we see one of these blowups. And that makes sense um, because the old fancy growth stocks, you know, begin their descent and then, you know, picks up steam, everybody gets nervous, then market sentiment and strategy changes and then they go into the value. But usually you don't see a switch into value kind of in the middle of a secular bull market, (laughs) usually not. So for that reason, I'm being a little cautious here with this turn of events. And this turn has only really happened, I would say four to five sessions now, on the stock market is the selling of the growth and the rotation into the value. So it seems like it's you know this big event, but it's really only been like a week's worth of trading sessions that this has been going on. But this kind of tells you where we are as value investors, right? That we're like grasping at any straws, any kind of turn in the story or change. And this has been a legitimate turn and change in the story. So at least we have that. So it's not like we're making it up or we're diluting about where growth is versus value, but it's been so short term, it's unclear if this is going to hold, if this is just some kind of fake out, and then we're going to see you know, the reversal again and people diving in, basically buying the dip of those growth names that they just sold. So that's something to keep in mind. And to do that for our own sanity, we should remember the key lessons of Benjamin Graham, the... Uh, father of value investing, so to speak. And, um, it's good to remember that when you now, if you're out there looking for value stacks, because now suddenly they're hot and you're like, ah, I got to get some, if you weren't in them before. And now you're looking around at those because the sentiment is turning more towards them. So remember some of his key, uh, points, his key strategies, so to speak, are the first one, remember, is how much. Always keep that in mind. How much are you paying for this business? For those earnings. And remember, the key also with value investing is that it's not about the chart. It's actually, is literally about the fundamentals. It's about the business because you're owning that business. So, how much are you going to pay for it? And then the second thing to keep in mind is to buy companies with the sound fundamentals. And then also keep in mind that true value isn't necessarily in companies where they're in some kind of financial trouble. Uh, because you can find a value stock that's paying a dividend right now and you can find ones that are growing earnings also right now. So you don't necessarily have to seek out those really beaten down battered stocks that, you know, the CEO left or, um, you know, something else went wrong or they're just in a very difficult industry right now, like retail, like, so you don't necessarily have to get into some of those to get the value stacks. But um, you know, you may want to seek out something with a dividend. Because if this is just a, like a week-long turn of events and it ends quickly, then at least you're going to get something for your patience for still staying in some of these value stocks because that's what being a value investor is all about. You're in it when everybody's fleeing it. Right now, suddenly, in the last week, they're not fleeing it. But still, a lot of these are pretty bad, better down and. The newbies, as we could call them, may not stick around real long. So you're still gonna have to have your patience if they decide to abandon them again and go back to their favorite growth stocks. So I decided to do a screen for value stocks with the growth component because uh if we're gonna get if we're gonna you know, do the rotation. Why not get something that's cheap, but also growing those earnings? And so I decided to use the PEG to screen for that because that's an easy way to get both value and growth. And remember that a PEG under one means it should have some of the value components, but it is going to grow those. Earnings, um, and that makes it undervalued if it's under the one with that ratio. That ratio, by the way, was actually originally invented, I guess you could say, by Benjamin Graham himself. So it's he liked to use it because it wasn't just about being cheap; it was also about finding some of the growth in there, which is a little bit extra sauce onto the value equation, so to speak. So I also added on the Zacks rank of number one and number two, which are the strong buys and buys, hopefully to get rising earnings estimates and so that that could add in a little bit better quality onto these growth and value stocks that were in the screen. So that's not too complicated. That's a pretty easy screen because I didn't add in anything about uh, cap size or anything. And I still got only nine stocks. So that's a pretty select group there, screening for the PEG with the Zacks rank, and I only got nine. So I'm going to give you five of these. And this was kind of an interesting screen because the stocks are in a lot of different industries and ones we haven't seen in the past. So that's kind of exciting now. Like, So some of the value stocks are in kind of interesting areas and a lot of these, in fact, actually all of the stocks today are ones I have never talked about before on the podcast. So that's also an interesting indicator of what's going on out there. A lot of stocks have been beaten down so badly that, you know, they're really oversold. Even some of these that um, are up big year to date are still really cheap. So let's dive into what these intriguing five Stocks are okay. So, the first one is called Alliance Data Systems. The ticker is ADS, and on their website, they say they manage more than 160 branded credit programs. And this would be for companies like Wayfair, Pottery Barn, J. Crew, and Ulta. And this is also like kind of basically their loyalty and credit card programs. So, uh, if you have an Ulta credit card I'm not sure about the actual loyalty membership card, but at least on the credit side, they're managing that. So what they do is they capture a lot of data from that based on your spending habits, right? And that can also be used to do target marketing and to really drill down into what the customer is looking for. So this one also has um, a program called Loyalty One. And some of those who are up in Canada well, have heard of this because they own Air Miles, which is a big Canadian rewards program. So you might have heard of that one. Also, I saw on the company's website that they announced that they recently sold one of their big divisions and they're going to retire $2.4 billion in debt and they're going to repurchase $1.1 billion in shares. So that's a pretty big repurchase program. This company has a market cap of $6.4 billion, so they're not that small. And um year to date, this is one of the rare ones where the shares are actually down. They're down 10.7%. But over the last five days on this mini rally, we're seeing in the value stocks, they're up 7.6. So the, you know, the decline on the year was a lot worse until this mini rally, but the shares are still really cheap. So they have a PE of just seven, and that peg that we screened for is just 0. 0.5. And earnings expected to decline this year, 14.1%. But some of that might be because they sold this big division. And then another a rebound next year up 19.8%. They do pay a dividend yielding um about 1.9%, it looks like here. So that's not too bad. And so it's cheap, it's got the Divi, it's got some growth going on, and they're doing this big share buyback kind of program thing. So if you're looking for a financial and one that's also kind of in this marketing area, then this one's kind of interesting, Alliance Data Systems ADS is that ticker. Okay, then switching over to a completely different area, and I can't believe I'm, I'm doing this, but yes, it's a gold miner. Alamos Gold, ticker AGI, did make the screen. It has a market cap of $2.7 billion, so not a real small miner. And it looks like they mine in Canada, Mexico, and Turkey. Now, these guys do pay a dividend, which is yielding 0.6%. So I like that as a value investor. But as you can imagine, because gold is super hot this year and the mining stocks are too, year to date, these are up 80.6%. So they've already been on a big run. Over the last five days, this one is actually doing the opposite because it's been on the big run during this value rotation. So they're actually down 6.7% as gold has also pulled back. So uh, this one's kind of doing the opposite of what we're seeing. It's acting more like a growth stock here, basically. But it does have the PEG ratio we looked for, which the PEG is just 0.55 and uh, its PE is actually much higher. 30.5. So when I saw that, I was like, what? How did we have a 30.5 PE and a peg of 0.55? Those earnings must really be soaring. And sure enough, they are. So in 2018, they only made 5 cents a share. But in 2019, expected to make 21 cents. That's a gain of 320%. So you can really see it in that peg there. But in 2020, also expected to see some further earnings growth of 5.7%. So some of these gold stocks, um, you know, have had quite a run here. So keep that in mind when you're looking at any of the miners. Okay. Then switching over to solar. I haven't covered a solar stock in a long time either. This one, Canadian Solar, tickers CSIQ. And they say on their website, they're the leading maker of solar photovoltaic modules. <laughs> That's a tongue twister one there. Um, but any of you who are into the solar stocks, you know what they do. Um, they're one of the bigger players. They have a 1.3 billion market cap. They do not pay a dividend though. But uh, year-to-date, up 47% because the solar stocks are a little bit hotter here in 2019 than they've been for a long time. And over the last five days, similar to the gold miner we just talked about, these shares are down 9% as people are rotating out of some of the ones they've had big gains in over the this year and going into the... The other value stocks that have been really beaten down and haven't seen the big gains. But this one is still cheap. PE is just 6.5 here and the peg is just 0.2. So really low peg. 2019, they're expected to see a slight earnings decline. It's just like 0.9%. So they made $3.28 in 2018 analysts are looking for 325 so $0. 3 cents less in 2019 but next year a little bit more earnings growth expected to see 341 which is earnings growth of about 4.9% but you're getting it pretty cheap here so keep that in mind but again this is one where people are rotating out um, even though it's a value because they have a big gain in the shares. So you might want to track it. Okay, then switching over to um, rental equipment. I've not covered this one either. It's Herc Holdings, ticker HRI. You might remember we've covered a couple of the other uh, big equipment manufacturers, United Rentals and H&E Equipment. And um, this one is $1.2 billion in market cap, but they still describe themselves as one of the largest equipment rental companies in North America. But they're not quite as big, uh, not even close, as um, United Rentals, which is the largest. But similar business and very cyclical, which is why uh, a lot of people are piling into this stock as well. No dividend here, though. Um, So, you're just playing the chart move here, really. Year to date, shares are up 75%. (laughs) Ah, that's a hot one, right? Um, The last five days, this one has kept the momentum on the rotation, though, up 9.3% during this mini value rally because the cyclicals, people are jumping into them. And the equipment uh, manufacturer or the equipment rental guys are considered to be cyclicals. So they have a PE now of 14.1. So under our usual 15 times or less Uh, a cutoff, not super cheap, but still a value. The peg, though, is just 0.4 because look at this earnings growth here. So this year, earnings expected to be up 88.6%. They made $1.67 last year, expected to make $3.15 this year. And then another huge gain expected for 2020, expected to make $4.71. That's another gain of $49. So uh, the earnings direction is looking real good here. No value trap here. I can now see why these are up 75% year-to-date and still hot in this rotation, but that's Herc Holdings HRI is the ticker there. And then our final stock is in the power generation business, NRG Energy, and the ticker is NRG. This is on the big cap side, 9.4 billion market cap, so not a small uh, company at all. And they, as I said, are in power generation. They do both businesses and residential They said uh, they recently sold their renewables platform, um, but they also recently bought Steam Energy's retail electricity and natural gas business, which operates in nine states and Washington, D.C. They bought that for $300 million. So keep these things in mind. It is in the utility electric power Um, industry on zax.com. So what are these shares doing? Surprisingly, even though utilities have been doing pretty well, year to date, they're down 2%. Uh, Over the last five days during this mini rally, they are up 3.2. So they have gotten somewhat of a, a little bit of a mini bid here. And what do the uh, cheapness look like here? What does that look like? The PE is at 10 and the PEG, again, because we searched for anything under one, is at 0.3. So that's pretty cheap. Those earnings... they are expected to be up this year 58.5% so they made $2.41 last year expected to see 382 that's pretty big growth for a power generator guy um that's that's really nice that's why we got that low peg of the 0.3 and then 2020 they're expected to keep going with this kind of momentum up another 42.5% to $5.44 so from 382 to 544 if everything goes according to plan and how the analysts are seeing it um, into the future here. That's pretty nice. Do they pay a dividend? You would think so, right? I'm thinking I'm buying a utility. I'm going to get a dividend. They do, but it's not that great. It's only 0.3%. So um, you're getting something for your patients with this one, but not a lot. And that's NRG Energy and the ticker is NRG. Now remember, this is just like a cursory glance at these companies. You need to drill down into what they do, do your homework, listen in on the conference calls for any of these, find out what is happening. Why are we seeing this huge earnings growth with a couple of these companies? I'm sure they're talking about it on their conference calls because I would be. If I'm going to if I'm giving guidance or something that's showing it being really good going forward into next year, especially as businesses are being kind of cautious here, I would uh, be talking it up myself on the conference call. So be sure to listen in when they are reporting and we are about to get another earning season here ramping up soon in October. So now's your chance to do a little bit more research and find out what's going on. And always remember to do your research on any company that you buy, as Benjamin Graham would tell you to do, because you're not buying the chart. You are buying the company. So, is it something you uh, believe in, that you like, that you feel has growth potential, um, that can weather the tariff trade issues, that could weather a recession? keep all those things in mind and yeah, have fun um, researching all these stocks because again, it looks like value could be back on the scene. And even if it's not, even if this rally kind of fizzles out, it's been nice to see at least one week of being uh, justified here of uh, feeling like It's not all doom and gloom that these stocks uh, do have value and should be uh, rallying here. So I know from my own portfolio, it's been a little bit of a relief here. For some of the stocks, I've been dollar cost averaging, and then they seemingly were just going down, down, down (laughs) for months on end, sometimes for years. And I'm like, why am I putting more money into this? This little mini rally here has given me um, some confidence that my analysis on these companies and what they're worth was not incorrect. So keep the chin up, value investors, because um, our time will come. Maybe this is it, but even if it's not, uh, this is a reminder of what will happen when value really does catch a really big rally. And we all will have bought in pretty cheaply with a lot of these stocks. So I'm kind of liking the scenarios that could be coming up. Okay, so let's review all the stocks again. We had Alliance Data Systems ADS. Then we had the gold miner, Alamos Gold, AGI. We're into solar, Canadian solar, CSIQ. Then we had the equipment rental company, Herc Holdings, HRI is the ticker there. And then power generation, NRG, energy is NRG. And remember, you want to subscribe to The Value Investor so you don't miss a single episode because I'm always finding these, you know, interesting companies that might not be on everybody's radar but uh, maybe they are now. Now that we have the rotation, so you want to subscribe? We are on Spotify, and I know a lot of you are getting us on Spotify now, so that's fantastic. We are on Apple Podcasts, and we are on two for one, two podcasts for one uh, show, basically one platform on SoundCloud. But you got to get us under the Zach's Market Edge over there. But that's okay because you can get some stock uh, picks and some stock talk on the Market Edge as well. But be sure to get. Get us somewhere, and I'll see you again next week with some more value stocks.